Hi, Mom. Hi, Megs. Welcome back to our podcast, What's Your Take? We are a mother-daughter duo. And we're discussing all the things. What's Your Take podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it is the easiest way to create a podcast. Plus, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is with a very exciting guest, Sarah York. Sarah is an artist and also works in architecture. Um, And so we had just a really good conversation. And I think you guys will find this inspiring and just interesting to hear her story. And it was just Sarah and myself. This is Maggie speaking. Sometimes people think we sound alike. Yeah. Well, now. Yeah. But um, it was just Sarah and myself. My mom had to sit out on this one this week. Yeah. Mom, would you like to speak oh, on Sarah, that? Sarah, I'm so sorry. I missed out on meeting you. I had one of those Zoom calls that I just could not um, avoid. And with work, Maggie told me so much about you. And I really want to get to Nashville one day. Yeah, let's go to Nashville, Let's mom. do it, Maggie. We're just let's driving go. back now from Aspen. It was a lovely trip. We did a lot of, we did hiking and biking. Yeah, we had a great time. And, and we can talk and about dining. <laughs> <laughs> and we can talk about that more on a later episode. Yeah. But without further ado, here is Sarah. Sarah. Okay, so everyone, this is Sarah. And do you want to tell us a little bit about, I kind of hate that question, like in interviews, like tell us about yourself, but just tell us like in general what you do, where you live, how old you are, if you want to disclose your age. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I am currently living in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been here since January, born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, so deep southern roots, but it's funny, nobody ever tells me I sound like I'm from the south. I feel like you have a cute little accent, and I love it. Do you feel like you have an accent? People, when I was younger, and I, it's funny, used to have a speech impediment, (laughs) that is a fun fact I sounded like I was from the north and um, interesting yeah and I always got oh are you not from here and even moving to Nashville when I tell people I'm from Birmingham they still say oh I would have assumed you were not you know from somewhere else yeah things like that but yes from Birmingham I'm currently living in Nashville Tennessee doing architectural design for a firm here called McAlpin House. They're fantastic. You should definitely look them up. And I am about to be 23 Tuesday. Are you a Leo? What what sign are you? Virgo. 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 Okay. I just turned Mm -hmm. 24, so I'm right on the cusp. I love Virgos, though. Perfect. I know nothing about any of that. Uh, I know. I just know know some people that are Virgos, and I'm like, I like them. Perfect. But I'm not one of those people that's like, um, oh my goodness, you must be a, you know, like, I can't tell. (laughs) Yeah, also, I feel like all the personalities, like, with everything I see, I don't know, on social media, when they talk about 
astrology, they always change. I'm like, they're just trying to be relatable. Every single one of them. Totally. Like, I could be any of these. I know, for sure. No, for sure. It's like, it depends on my mood. Okay, so you're almost 23, and awesome. And where did you go to school? I went to school at Stanford University, where I studied interior architecture, a fantastic major. It's basically a combination of interior design and architecture. Awesome. Um, and when we were talking on the phone, you your current business that you work for, you work with, are you allowed to disclose, like, some celebrities? We have, yes. It's public knowledge who we've worked for. Um, I personally have not met any of these people. Okay. We've worked for people like Thomas, um, Thomas, yeah, Thomas Rhett. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Thomas, Thomas Rhett. Rhett. Thomas Rhett and, or Atkins, Thomas Rhett, Atkins. I know, I don't really know, but I know exactly who you mean. Is like it Thomas I, Rhett? Yeah, Thomas, let me look it up. It's so No, funny. it is Thomas I Rhett, right? from the South, live in Nashville, and I probably know the least about country music. Ever. I don't either. I'm <laughs> yeah. not, I do not put on country music in my free time. Thomas Rhett, yeah. Okay, Thomas Rhett. So oh, but Thomas people. Rhett Atkins Jr. <laughs> okay, so, so Thomas Rhett Atkins Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we've done work for Thomas Rhett Atkins Jr. and Carrie Underwood, uh, Faith Helen, Tim McGraw, and like other people. It's funny, I always wonder, um, you know, when we do work for people, some people are just the most low-key. Everyone we work for is basically, I feel like, same-minded as we are and really can appreciate the custom Um, design and everything we do from the ground up so I really do enjoy my job and it's great to work with such like-minded people I really do love it what is like an everyday in your job look like like do you work full-time are you working remote right now with COVID or um you know like what does that look like in every day every day I'm going into the office our team in Nashville so um in Nashville we have six people on Mm -hmm. our architecture team We have more designers that are in-house. So we have an architecture team and a design team. And the whole architecture team is currently coming into the office. And I think a few of the designers come in, but it's definitely a limited staff. So it still feels COVID appropriate and COVID safe and everything. We do have to wear a mask when we're in the public spaces of our building. But a day-to-day for me, I am currently working on a project here in Nashville. And I guess day-to-day would be working on that and getting yeah. the plans ready for construction cool and it's like a full-time like nine to five or yes eight to five eight to every five. day sometimes eight to four thirty yeah you're like <laughs> how early <laughs> <laughs> it's like so crazy how that half hour can make a difference it really can like, and they're pretty flexible about all that like if you come in early you're allowed to leave a little early and they're great. They really are great. And they've been great with COVID too, especially cause we were working at home probably all the way up until June. Yeah. I'd say. And it was hard because I feel like I tell everyone, I still feel like I'm in my fifth year of school learning so much and starting a job. And then all of a sudden I'm not around my boss anymore. He's not right there to ask direct yeah, questions to. Totally. It was a lot of emailing back and forth in the beginning, but it definitely was a good transition still. They did a really good job about everything. And now that I'm back into the swing of things, I'm happy to be in the office. Yeah. Well, that is like, yeah, I feel like office, I feel like I would work better like in an office, just kind of like going somewhere to like work instead of having the like 
your home environment. You're like, I could put it on TV, you know. Right. Um, well, that's great. I'm, that's so, like, I feel like that's so rare. Maybe not rare, but to work for a company that you actually, like, feel is, like, a really good fit right now for you. Yes, I really could not speak more highly of my company. Like, I'm <laughs> so fortunate, I feel like, to have the job yeah. that I have and got it when I did because I got it in December and, you know, my parents always say, you know, what if, like, you had graduated later? Could you even imagine, you know? And I know. Like, a lot of things went on pause for people. And so definitely yeah. thankful. And That's so every good. Every day I'm just reminded that I need to be grateful for what yeah. I'm <laughs> How did you find the company that you're with? Like, was it online? Were you following them for a while? You know, how did mm-hmm. that all, like, the process, I guess? So I had heard of them just through word of mouth. So Bobby mm-hmm. McAlpin, who is my boss, uh, is from Montgomery, Alabama, and oh, went to cool. Auburn. So all very close to home. Yeah. And just in school, we definitely referenced his designs a lot. And then one year for a project, we went to one of his homes that mm-hmm. he had built in Birmingham, I guess is a reference to and almost as an example for something we were working on in class yeah and I remember leaving the house just being like I want to work for a firm like that I've always known I wanted to do residential yeah um, over commercial just for a lot of reasons totally well Um, residential is more like that personal touch I mean I know Mm -hmm. literally nothing about architecture (laughs) but I could imagine it's more fun than no it, it's I mean there's definitely good things about both and I know people who are in commercial who are so incredibly talented and it has to be I feel like it's a gift like either way either way you fall it is evident which direction you fall in when it comes to oh design. interesting I yeah. feel like I think you kind of figure it out while you're in school but especially when you get in the real world I feel like it's definitely more applicable there yeah that kind of philosophy but I always know I want to do residential and when I walked in to his house that he had built and then Betsy Brown mm-hmm. interior she's a local designer in Birmingham she did the interiors of it and I just fell in love immediately it was the first house mm-hmm. I really saw that I was just blown away by and it's cool because in my interview they always say you know have questions ready when they ask you if you have any questions and yeah. so one of my questions for people was what's your favorite project that Bobby McAlpin has done and the guy across from me said that house that I went to. Oh my gosh, crazy. And I was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's a cool moment. So that is how I at least yeah. knew that they were somebody that I wanted to work for. Um, we have different offices. We have Nashville, New York, and Atlanta. Oh, cool. And, um, mm-hmm. and so I just kind of did a general application when I was going through the job process. I looked more at places. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to work at people I wanted to work for more so over specific cities I definitely had certain cities that I was looking into but it was definitely a very specific job application process for me that is great that's um yeah I just think with every job it's like there's so many it's crazy now in this day and age I just feel like everyone's and now I'm just rambling but like job applications are so different with every industry that it's like not like I feel like when my parents were my age like everything was so like you submit your resume or you you know like it's Mm -hmm. with your field it's probably like you have to show do you have to show designs or do you have to yes mm -hmm. so I feel like your whole schooling is basically built up to your portfolio 
which is essentially, I would say your resume is important, but for interior design and architecture, interior architecture, any of those, your portfolio mm-hmm. is mainly what they're going to look at. And so they teach you in school, or at least we were taught to direct your portfolio toward who you were trying to apply to work for. Yeah. So for me, I knew that McAlpin and a lot of residential designers really, um, I guess, value the work of hand drawing Mm -hmm. and hand rendering and sketching. So I had lots of that in there. I actually did a whole, I guess, class dedicated to oh, wow. yeah. do that. Yeah. That's great. It was though. really neat. Stanford does um, something called an independent study where you can create your own class. And when I knew that uh, residential designers really valued that, I was like, okay, I have to become better. So I took a, a class that I kind of created for myself where I worked with a couple firms in Birmingham and got better at hand rendering. Wow, that's great. And you spell it's S A N. Or S A M F O R D. How do you spell Stanford. Yes, okay. Stanford University. Not Stanford. It's a big joke. They have, I'm sure they, I, no, I'm not sure. I know they have shirts that say Sam, not Stan on it, like Stanford. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I love that they're just like, yeah, we sound like Stanford, but that's like one summer they I went. Own it. I did a summer camp when I was in like middle school at Yale. <laughs> no, but like I am not the Yale student in the slightest. You know, it's like they accepted everyone. So now it's like a whole joke with my family. They're like, yeah, when you went to Yale that summer, it's like, oh yeah, you I did your summer in Yale. <laughs> yeah, I'm like my classes were like fashion, and I remember I had like one on cooking. Like, like, I'm sure people were taking really like, legit classes, but I was like, whatever, <laughs> you know. Like, I want to do what I want. Um, I the same thing. Did you always know you were, so you're not, you don't only do architecture um, design, but you also have your own like side hustle, would you call it, or like of art or business at this point, I would say. It's definitely become a business. I've only been doing art, I guess, and promoting it as a business since Mm -hmm. July. Um, I have always painted and drawn than anything that I could get my hands on when it comes to I guess art. I don't want to say crafts because that makes me sound like I'm five. <laughs> Crafty. No, but you've had yes. like, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yes. I've always been just drawn to things like that um, for a while and I've never really promoted it publicly. And one day I posted a painting that I did for our apartment um, in our kitchen and I just, we needed something to go in that space and I was like, oh, I can do it, which is normally how I would paint for other people anyway they would people who knew me or knew that I painted yeah. would just ask and so when we were talking about getting something mm-hmm. for our dining space I was like oh I'll do it and I put it up on Instagram and I feel like here and there I might have posted sketches or yeah. things before but it got a good amount of attention and people were asking me if I could do one for them and I kind of took a step back and I was like because I've always wanted to mm-hmm. do something with my art one day and I just yeah. did not think that 2020 all years <laughs> yeah be the year hey you got the time though yeah no that's that's how I found you is an influencer I'm and yeah it was Ella Rose posted something you painted for was it like did you paint that um like personalized for her or did she just purchase something that you already like had yeah like, so Ella actually 
uh, her posting my work definitely also helped my business a lot because I was at first mainly doing local. The first collection I did, I really only had to ship one piece of the whole collection. I was actually able to deliver or have people pick up all the other pieces because mainly the people who followed me were family or friends or friends of friends who were all in my area. And then when Ella posted my work, I definitely grew. I mean, now I'm shipping all over, but she posted on Instagram that she was looking for some art, wanted an artist to do something for her apartment. It was originally supposed to be for above her couch, but then she moved it to her bedroom, which is still super cool. I thought it looked excellent in both places. And so she Mm -hmm. did a commission for me. So it was definitely custom for her. We talked about it. It was um, all discussed and things like that. But I love that. It's like, I think social media is so powerful in that way where it's like, yeah, you just promote different you know, you never know who, for example, like her by posting that, I was like, oh my God, I loved your art. I was like, this is, you know, just something. And then I was talking to your account and I was like, I need to interview her. (laughs) But it's crazy how social media is just such a connecting like tool. Like there's always pros and cons with social media, you know, like I always try to limit my use on it just because I feel like if I'm on it too much, it affects like my mental health. But I think it's, like, so great, like, to connect with, like, other artists or influencers or creators or entrepreneurs, you know? Um, And it's just a great, like, free platform to share your work. Um, I totally agree with you. I think that... I feel the same. I feel the same. It's definitely a love-hate relationship with Instagram, and I could probably talk for a whole podcast length on my feelings about that. Part (laughs) two coming your way on just social media with us. (laughs) On just social media alone. But I do feel strongly as though it can definitely help people be creative. It can definitely be used as a positive creative outlet and aspect. I mean, I, I do have to thank Instagram a little bit for allowing me to have this opportunity to do things like this podcast and yeah. have my art and cool people's apartments like Ella. Totally. And I agree. It's like, I would have never launched, like, I don't have a massive following at all, but just by having that, it's a platform that people, you know, resonate with. And then podcasting is so, it's like a, a second part of it where you can actually hear someone's story. You know, like you could write a whole long caption about like your story and where you get your inspiration from. But like someone just listening, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It just like boosts my mood podcast sometimes. No, it does. It does. I agree. Yeah. Have you, okay, so you've always thought creatively, like, can you remember when you were younger, like, were you always into, like, crafts, as you said, or, like, painting, you know? Oh, yes, 100%. I think some of my first really vivid memories of childhood are sitting on the kitchen floor with my dad. He would go on the computer, and, I mean, I could not tell you the countless amounts of times he would just find random things for me to color or draw in or crafts for us to make. I was always crafting. I think my mom's actually saved most of it. So oh, that's cute. Sell that, that one day. Sell it. No, oh just kidding. <laughs> but I, I've always remembered being into things like that. And I think growing up and how I learned in school also is reflective of that. I, I'm not the biggest fan of school, but I loved and put definitely 110% of my effort into my design classes, especially in school. Um, Yeah, I would say I've always thought creatively or Mm -hmm. been more, I guess, (laughs) right-brained. Yeah, no, for sure. It's funny, somebody asked me my advice for their daughter going into 
it might have either been architecture or interior design and I said because she asked she said you seem to have had so much time and yeah you did so much and I always hear it's a time-consuming major and I say well it is and it definitely is a Mm time-consuming major especially when you have these other classes and I could say you know did I put 100 percent effort into classes that were not interior design and the answer is absolutely not you know if I had a design project due or if I had a you know sociology test I would 110 percent do the design design project way over sociology I I think that I I definitely I mean all those classes I probably got C's and B's in yeah, no, I'm Hi, not Mom. good. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like not a school. Um, I like don't thrive in school. And I think I've realized that like even recently, I'm like, why am I paying for something that I'm not 110% about? But I do mm-hmm. feel like for what mm-hmm. you do, it's like, so like, yeah, you just know you love it. And um, mm-hmm. where do you find like, do you have current inspirations right now? Do you get inspiration from like, just like you know, taking just like, a walk or <laughs> you know what I mean like where do you gather your inspiration no I totally understand I think that as far as people go I definitely have different people that inspire me in different ways and again you can ask me this in a week and my answer will be completely different I feel that yeah I think a very constant answer for me as far as designers go I love every single thing Kelly Wurstler does. Okay. She is fabulous in every way, and I think everything she touches turns to gold. And I also think her story is really interesting. Um, How do you spell her last name? Wurstler. It's W-E-A-R-S-T-L-E-R. Okay, cool. I'm going to look it up after. That's why. No, you definitely should. She's amazing. Um, Another designer I think that has really been inspiring me recently is Sarah Sherman Samuel. Mm -hmm. She's pretty fabulous as well. I can Um, look them up. It's funny. Most of my favorite designers and architects are actually men, but more power to women. Yeah, more. Put that in there. Oh, Sarah, I'm looking at Sarah's right now, and I love her stuff. I could see how you get inspiration. Wow, that is. Oh my gosh. Sarah's things are all beautiful. Her lines and her Instagram and her house. Oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure there's a YouTube video about her house, and that is worth watching. Oh, for sure. Good to know. Um, I know, I'm on her blog right now, and it looks just like. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. I'm, like, jealous of people that can do art like you and her. It's I like, can appreciate it, but I'm, like, I know for myself that... Wait, she even sells, like... She has a little, like, thrift for Sarah's picks or something. Cute. Yeah, she comes out, like, I feel like every season or every few weeks with, like, different things that she's found online. And it's, like, all different price points, too, which I love. I always go through and look and see what she's picked I think it's very neat um, yeah I feel like as far as other inspirations you said take a walk or things like that yeah uh, I've said this before I'll say it again <laughs> I feel like in order to I guess understand great design you really need to understand how nature works and I think that I try to follow patterns in nature even textures I feel like you can definitely get inspired on a walk totally um, just patterns I mean I don't know anything anything God creates I think you can definitely find inspiration from um as far as 
again, I pull from everywhere. So I feel like fashion is another huge influence. Mm-hmm. For me, even in my art, I always try to look at textures and patterns and symmetry of the latest Different, fashion yeah. trends and things like that. I mean, fashion is funny. an art in itself, so... It is, and, like, even things I wear, I definitely feel like I pull from people like Kanye West and Hailey Bieber. Love her. Uh, Virgil Abloh. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because... Other influence of mine definitely have to be Shia LaBeouf and Jonah Hill. I don't know if you've ever seen... No, Shia LaBeouf is like... (laughs) Honestly, I had to do a um, presentation on Crocs in one of my classes, and Shia LaBeouf is someone that like still wears Crocs, but I'm like, he can pull it off. Yes, and I feel like it's these people... People who I'm more drawn to are definitely 110% themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is what stands out to me, especially about people like Shia and Jonah Hill, is that when you do see them photographed anywhere, you're like, man, they really pull that off. And it's I know. Cool. You know what I mean? It's almost like they don't even try. Like Exactly. And I'm sure they have a whole stylist team behind them, you know? Mm-hmm. But I totally agree. It's so funny. One time I had an Uber driver that, like, I literally was like, was that Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> Was it? I don't know. I I heard he's going through like bankruptcy and stuff, so it could have been. Oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> he like needs yeah. some extra cash for the Ubering. Um, like, it's so true. Good. Like nature is such a way to. I don't know. I've been. I think when I was younger, I wasn't as into like the outdoors as I am now because I realize it's like so therapeutic and so like mm. I find a lot of inspiration in nature, like with photography. Um, yes. Like, I'll even see, like, a really pretty, like, say, like, a really pretty tree, and I'll picture, like, an outfit. Like, you know what I oh mean? Like, God. a fashion, no, mm-hmm. like, something paired with the tree. And it's weird. It's, like, I don't think a lot of people necessarily think like that, or I'll just see, like, a lone tree, and I'm, like, that would be so cool if someone next to it was wearing yeah. this, you know, so. Understanding lighting, all those yeah. things. I mean, especially it's so important I think it reflects in a lot of good design and I know that um for me that is definitely where a lot of my inspiration comes from yeah no I I agree and I agree with you it's like my inspiration like changes all the time and it's so fun like finding new people to um follow and like stay inspired by and that's like when I found your art, I was like, this is just something that, and I feel like it does make sense that you're saying like fashion is a bit, a big influence that goes into your art because it's like, that's something that inspires me. And, you know, so it's like that whole, and textures are a huge thing. There's like so many, yeah, fashion itself and Virgil, Al- wait, how do I, did I say his name? Abloh. Abloh. Virgil Abloh is just like, just insanely talented. I know Haley Bieber's wedding dress that he designed. <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I, I don't even get me started. I could rant on that all day. The whole wedding, the photos, everything, everything. from their wedding. She's also just was so ten up ten. I know. I think she is the most one of the most beautiful people on the planet. I agree. Honestly, I agree in her style too. I'm like, fuck. Why does that look so good? And of course, she's a stylist, but like, still, she I'm does. Like, I follow her, and I follow. Her I know. Stylist. I follow the stylist too. <laughs> I like honestly I feel like I prefer to follow celebrity stylists sometimes because you see like the behind the scenes like their inspiration that goes into that um okay so you mentioned you obviously like fashion like that's another passion of yours do you have any other passions like that or do you see yourself doing more fashion stuff in the future or do you just like it in like your everyday life 
That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Fashion for me has always been something I think that has been something I would love to promote. I feel as though there's such a strong pull towards, I don't even know, the fashion industry, fashion blogger world nowadays. And it's become really saturated, to be completely honest. Totally. Uh, Not to hate on it, but... You know, I, I follow and have unfollowed people who just always just want to promote their Amazon clothes. Oh, their, an- <laughs> you know what? their, an- their Amazon shop. Yeah. No, <laughs> totally. Shop. And I, I'm, I'm over it. And I, I think that for me, promotion of fashion, there was such, like we were referring back to earlier with social media being such a negative thing, mm-hmm. there's just so much pressure that revolves around it and unnecessary pressure in my life. I feel like I have, I mean, not to brag, I feel like I have good fashion sense. I just think no, you I do, do for like sure. something I'm passionate about. and Like I'd love to I see I your enjoy. closet. <laughs> not now, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I need to come visit Nashville. No. Please. No, but I think, do. I think fashion is just like such a self-expression that you don't necessarily have mm-hmm. to like be a blogger to like promote your fashion. Right. And I think it. that I've, I, I think at one point I would have loved to try to have a more, I guess, I don't even want to say fashion forward Instagram. Mm-hmm. Again, back to the love hate with Instagram. Totally. I, it's, I feel like it's unnecessary for me to have a fashion feed, I guess, when I can just be in real life and dress how I want. And if yes. people see me, they see me. It's like, that is my promotion is real life and not Instagram. Um, Absolutely. Going back to other passions, I think that a very far-fetched dream of mine one day would be to have a shoe line. We'll speak that into oh. existence now. Yeah, let's let's manifest <laughs> it, and then in the future you can come on the podcast and we'll promote it. <laughs> yeah, and we'll say, "Hey, look, it happened." <laughs> I know that's like one of my main dreams in life is to have a men's clothing line. For some reason, I just love, and I have two brothers, so I'd probably name it mm-hmm. after. I'm like, should I give away this idea? No. Um, No, but like I have two brothers and I probably name it after them or somehow. But I just think men's fashion is so, I think there's a lot of women's fashion brands and that's great. And I'm like, I don't think I could compete with those. But like men's fashion is so simple and so Mm -hmm. like interesting to me. Oh no, I love men's fashion. I wear men's fashion. Totally. I enjoy looking and browsing I follow men's fashion accounts yep I enjoy buying clothes for my boyfriend <laughs> probably as much as I do myself yeah because I I'm like oh I could wear that <laughs> yeah, you're like I'll wear that shirt <laughs> yeah, exactly. no I, I feel mean, that he, he probably has like a foot and a half on me like tall like height wise yeah. he's way taller than me but sometimes I can like wear a sweatshirt or something yeah it's like a dress in the winter mm-hmm. with some boots um right. All right, what is, like, your favorite thing? Well, you might have already touched on this, but, like, what is your favorite thing about what you do, whether it's art or your architecture, mm-hmm. like, in general? What's the – and that's kind of a general hard question, so no pressure. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, oh, favorite thing. Okay. Favorite thing about what I do day-to-day is definitely the fact that I get to impact people's lives. Mm-hmm personally for a long time by creating a space for them that will essentially be their safe place, their sanctuary, where they yeah. come to every single day. What they look to at. To me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, 
and I know that I've played could be a minor role, could be a major role and something like that. I think that even on days where the work isn't super fun or super exciting, I can remember that I'm doing this for somebody's for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also it's, like, a huge thing. Your surroundings affect your, like, mindset, too. You know, like, when my room... Again, I'm, like, saying, like, my room is a mess right now. And I feel that. I'm, like, I just need to clean it and just get organized. And that's the same thing. Like, when you, like, put up a new painting or picture, it just kind of, like, changes your mindset. So that is very cool that you can, like do that with you know, you know like right now Ella in her house has your like, painting you know and sees it every day yeah. and that's wild to just like have that effect on people I think it's a I gift. tell people you know obviously with people's homes it's different because it's their whole house and I can actually walk through it and see it and be like oh I I designed that lantern and I had only seen it you know 2d on a computer screen and now I see it yeah in person and that's amazing uh I think with art I always tell people if I'm not delivering it to them because sometimes I'll go drop it off at somebody's house but if I'm not delivering it Mm -hmm. I always say please send me pictures or videos totally yeah because I love to see how I don't know it looks in their space I I asked for pictures and things like that before and other things that they might want uh it to be inspired by yeah I guess once it's there I do love seeing it so totally no I um I could imagine that it's, like, so fun to see. I, like, couldn't imagine. Like, you see your art in other people's spaces. Okay, so... But what... Is there anything, like, you're looking forward to currently in life? I don't know. It could just be, like, in general or with projects or, you know, Mm -hmm. future ideas. I think that, as of right now, I... Especially with COVID Mm -hmm. and everything going on, I feel like we haven't even really touched on, like, what's going on in the world. Let's touch on COVID. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I feel like I try right now to just look forward to the next day and whatever it brings because it's so hard to plan totally I need to like take that advice I need to take that advice in longevity I think I am looking forward to releasing my next art collection Mm -hmm. obviously I think that that is something that I have been thinking about for a couple months now Mm -hmm. probably longer than that my first collection while it's definitely all me it wasn't as cohesive as this next collection will be my first collection was kind of me saying this is just about everything I can do is multiple styles. Yeah. It's multiple color schemes and it looked amazing together. And I love to look at everything together. Um, but everything was very individualistic mm-hmm. and I feel like this next collection will have individuality, but it'll be more, more one, more cohesive. Totally. No, that I'm like excited to see it. Yeah. Cause I saw your first collection sold out, right? It did, it did. It it sold out, in the first day, I think we sold eight of ten pieces, and then... Oh my god, were you just, like, pinching yourself? What? Were you just, like, pinching yourself when that was happening? (sighs) Yes, I... Because I didn't know really what to expect. Again, I just kind of put this out there. I definitely did want to go 110% into it, which I did, and... I had no idea that it would sell because of my original plan was to put it out there. So then when people did reach out for art, I could be like, Oh, I have this collection. It's, it's out right now. And 
because it's so it's such a time consuming thing and I um yeah I just didn't know how much time it would actually take up so I thought well if I pour a lot of time into it now I will just be able to relax when in actuality it went pretty quickly and then I I've been working on a good amount of commissions over the last couple months but at Mm -hmm. the same time been able to formulate a plan for for the future that's great um, but where can everyone find you? Like your shout out your Instagram, your art page, you know. So my main Instagram page is Sarah York underscore underscore for just daily life things. And then my art page is by underscore Sarah York where I post more art and everything art related, honestly. And we'll be posting a lot more about my upcoming collections. Yay. And well, yeah, I already follow it and everyone should follow it and follow you. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on our podcast. I'm sorry you couldn't meet my mom, but she's, you know, it, it's still, I like had so much fun chatting with you. And, um, well, thank you so much, Sarah. I like really appreciate you taking the time and it's so fun hearing your story. Um, and I think all of our listeners are going to love it too. Yes, you never course. know. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, I need to come visit Nashville and we can actually hang in person. <laughs> we will. We'll do it. Okay, that is the episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Take Pod or my personal at Maggie May Stewart. And until the next episode, have a great week, Meg. Thanks. Bye. Bye.